0: Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com.
1: Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I am your host today, Jessica Harrington. Today, we will be joined by one of our colleagues, Sarah Party. Again, we have so many resources available at Scrapbook.com, and it helps to get your creative juices flowing, and there's free classes, uh, gallery projects with layouts to get ideas from, to a forum where you can connect online with other crafters, and we have blog posts and articles that will both teach and inspire you, but most importantly, answer your crafting questions or dilemmas. So this episode is all about, if you've ever wondered, how do I clean all of my craft supplies? There are so many options out there that it's sometimes hard to know where to start, right Sarah? Yes, absolutely. We're excited to talk about this. So we thought we would share some of our go-to solutions, our hacks, our favorite ways to keep all of the crafty products clean and in beautiful working condition. Now, a little word of warning. Remember, what works for us may not be the best solution for you or your exact brand of supplies. So see what you love and do what works for you. This is by no means an exhaustive list and we're always looking for new ways and ideas. So really, truly feel free to share your ideas in the scrapbook.com gallery, take a picture, write it up. We really wanna learn from you.
0: Absolutely. So I'm gonna get us started off here and thank you so much for having me back. I love being on the show. So this is something we all have and it's something that gets messy quickly. What is it? Okay, I'm not gonna actually make you solve a riddle. It's one of our stamp platforms, right? We Most of us, if you're, you're a stamper, have a stamp platform. So I'm talking like the Misty. If you're a messy stamper like I am, there's going to be black ink or other colors of ink on your stamping platform's lid pretty much every time you use it. So our team went into the crafting studio and we tested a variety of solutions to find what worked best for cleaning up our stamp platforms like the Misty.
1: Yeah, we tried baby wipes, the stamp chamois, which we love Mm -hmm. alcohol wipes a variety of cleaning supplies mists even nail polish remover and guess what worked best ranger inks archival ink cleaner this is an all-purpose cleaner comes in a two fluid ounce size and this little bottle has kind of a dauber top and cleans all kinds of ink water-based pigment hybrid you name it it's also acid-free and non-toxic which puts our minds at ease too. So you don't need to like put on gloves or anything like that. You just place a few dabs of the cleaner onto your platform and you just wipe it with a rag. And you can find the solution in the links below in the show notes as as well as the other items we're about to mention.
0: Yes, absolutely. I am so glad that I found that because now I'm definitely going to be using it for my own stamping but I did want to give kind of a silver medal award or shout out to something we have used a lot of these days around the world and that's hand sanitizer a little hand sanitizer and a microfiber cloth or rag took black archival ink off of our um, lids that we tested like a magic eraser it was insane um, the kind we used contained alcohol at 65% um, of the active ingredients, so that is something I did want to mention. As we said, you know this might not work for everyone, so definitely test it out. I also want to make note that My Sweet Petunia, the makers of the Misty, do recommend using the Novus plastic polish and cleaner, which you can also find. So definitely look at your platform's recommendations on the manufacturer's website, stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Hand sanitizer. It's just so funny. We happen to have these white pleather chairs in the scrapbook.com conference room. And we found that (laughs) hand sanitizer also works to clean some scuffs off of those as well. So. Oh, well that's helpful. Okay. Next up, we also get a ton of questions about cleaning ink blending tools. So people really want to know how to clean their daubers and their domed foam blenders or the Ranger ink blenders. And the answer is actually don't. <laughs> Our domed foams and daubers and the other ink blending tools on the market are designed to be used time and time again. And we actually recommend having a different dauber for each ink color or the similar hue, like a red, red, red or any brand of red, or in the pinky hues. Uh, it really does save on cleaning time and helps with the longevity of the daubers and blending tools. They're actually not designed to be cleaned. Um, they won't ever go back to white.
0: Yes, they, they stain. And I... I do get it, though, if you do want to clean your blending foams, which, like we said, we don't really recommend that. But if you do, the best advice that we can give you is just to be really, really gentle with them. If you're using our exclusive domed foam ink blending tool, you can remove the um, foam from your tool. It's like a little Velcro peel. And you can use a slow stream of lukewarm water at your sink. And I mean like a trickle. Gently rub the ink out of the foam with your fingers. You can also use a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of dish soap and then set them on a paper towel to air dry. And like Jessica said, the domed foam will stain. It's not going to go back. So we recommend having a different one for every color.
1: Okay. Very similar to the domed foam. It's what you're usually using it with, the stamps. And so we're going to be talking about uh, photopolymer, acrylic, those types of stamps, You already probably know about the stamp chamois from Lawn Fawn. And if you don't, which (laughs) I don't know where, what crafty rock that you've been under, but you're in for a big treat. So the stamp chamois is a stamp cleaning cloth made for stampers specifically. It's durable, convenient. It's a really pretty aqua color. The cloth is the real magical part. It's quite strange, actually. It gets the ink off your stamps very magically, even the stubborn stains. So grab your stamp chamois. You have to wet it down, wring it out so that it's not dripping. It's just like feels damp basically. And then you clean your stamps. No extra cleaner is needed. It's just used with water. You can set your stamp chamois out to air dry. And as it dries, the cloth gets hard. And so lots of people when they first get it are really worried. They're like, it's broken. It just hardened. But the minute you add water, it's magic, and it becomes the most luxurious, soft feeling. I love touching a wet stamp chamois. They're like it's, it's like nice and cool, and it's soft, and you just want to like wipe stuff down with it. <laughs> yeah, the stamp chamois is fantastic. I would
0: highly recommend that to anyone who uh, wants to clean their stamps in a really like reusable way, and it's just water, so that's amazing. Uh, another stamp cleaning tool that I actually love and I use a lot is the Stamp Scrubber from Picket Fence. This one came out uh, just earlier in 2020, and I love this cleaning tool. It's kind of the size and shape of a coaster, and it looks like fake grass kind of. It's like a green color and really like has a texture to it where the stamp chamois is smooth. The stamp scrubber is kind of gritty feeling. The Stamp Scrubber comes alive with water, uh, just like the Stamp Chamois does, and it grows about 20%. Uh, of its dry size so it expands a little bit with water so all you have to do is add a small amount of dish soap so you do need a little bit of cleaner with this or a stamp cleaner uh, which we'll talk about and you can just scrub your your stamps and what makes the stamp scrubber particularly unique is that it has all those little ridges i mentioned because it's textured which means it's great for those super intricate and detailed stamps Same as the stamp chamois, when you're done, you rinse it off, you let it air dry, it kind of shrinks back down a little bit. Um, But that is a great way to clean your stamps if you love those kind of intricate, detailed designs. But that does remind me, though, we do need to talk about the stamp cleaners because there are a lot of cleaners made specifically for stamps.
1: Right, right. There definitely is. Those formulas on the market Um, There's a variety of different ones. If you just type in stamp cleaners, Uh, there's the Ink Essentials Clear Stamp Cleaner. It's acid-free, non-toxic. It's a great cleaning solution that does remove water-based and water-resistant ink from even the tiniest crevices of your clear stamps, if they are, like Sarah mentioned, very intricate. And you can use that with your chamois if you desire or your scrubber. Um, There's a variety of different brands and creative solutions that will work well, and Ken Oliver is one of them. There's one from Technique Tuesday, and there probably will be more by the time that this airs. Oh, absolutely. A lot of different
0: brands make these. So it's really nice. You can kind of test out which one works best for you. So lastly, for stamps, I wanted to give a shout out to a very innovative and effective product for cleaning stamps. And that's the Nuvo Stamp Cleaning Pad and Solution Set. It's a little set. And it's a great place to start for inky stamps that really need a a super good scrubbing. It actually looks kind of like a flat little briefcase or old CD case, a DVD case, something like that. It opens up. Um, and inside of it is a rough texture that you just grab your stamps with your hands and rub the stamp against it. So instead of rubbing something on your stamps, you're rubbing your stamp on something. The surface is made of synthetic bristles and it gets deep into the nooks and crannies of your stamps. So it is really, really nice to give them a good scrub. It also comes with a cleaning solution to be used with the cleaning pad itself. So it's kind of an all-in-one cleaning kit that you can also find in the links below. It's really nice. Alrighty. So next on our list is something that is going to be looked at, held, touched, and displayed for years and years and decades and centuries, hopefully, to come. And that's our scrapbooks. Albums are made out of all kinds of materials. So cleaning your album, that's the first thing you want to think about. Um, Your album could be faux leather. It could be genuine leather. It could be chipboard, vinyl, fabric, paper. There are really so many different types of albums. So the first thing to keep in mind is always be gentle with your albums because we want those to stand the test of time, right? We do not recommend using harsh chemicals, sprays, definitely not bleach or, or solvents. In most cases, honestly, a damp cloth not a dripping cloth. You really want to wring it out. A damp cloth will do the trick. Now, if your album's chipboard or paper-based, you don't want to add water to it, right? So definitely use something like a feather duster or a dry duster to just gently brush debris and build up off of. Because if your albums are handled over time, they are going to get some debris and um, dust on them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and those sometimes I see those chipboard albums covered in a little bit of coated paper so if there is a subtle coating I suppose you could be very gentle and just very damply just wipe a little bit kind of but yes spot of wipe. yes yeah but anything that's raw chipboard or paper without that kind of coating almost that little bit of plastic sheen it's 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 gonna it's gonna expand and, and ruin it So then what to do if it isn't chipboard? There are a few tough spots that won't come off like spills. You can dilute a small amount of dish soup and rub very gently. You could also use maybe just a baby wipe, uh, pat dry. Definitely test maybe the interior of the album or a little corner that you're not going to see. Be very cautious. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And either way, if you do use any product that is not dry, like that lightly damp cloth, like that baby wipe, make sure you allow your album to completely dry before you place it back on your bookshelf or wherever you're storing your albums. If you place them back on the shelf when they're damp or wet, they may stick to the books next to them, the albums next to them, anything that's um, pressed against them and hold in unwanted moisture, which could cause some tearing, ripping, all sorts of stuff that you just don't want to happen to your books or your scrapbooks. So um, make sure they
1: sit out to dry when you Do clean them up. Really good, really good tip. Um, now we've talked about stamps. We're going to talk about dies. Dies are the backbone to so many amazing crafting projects, especially cards. But if you're a die cutter, you know that oftentimes it can be a little irritating when you're die cutting and tiny pieces of paper get lodged in your dies. Um, And the more intricate the design, the more paper we have to deal with the little bits.
0: Yeah, that definitely is a pain. And I think we've all been there when it comes to die cutting, but that's where a variety of handy tools come in that I've found a lot of crafters obviously know about, but a lot still don't know about these yet. So Sizzix has die picks, die brushes, and tool sets to help you with this less enjoyable part of the die cutting experience we're talking about. So die picks are essentially just small tools that are exactly that. They're a pick. You can think like a toothpick, but um, pointy and metal. So die picks are very, very pointy and are definitely tools that you want to keep away from kids and pets. So just keep that in mind. But they're amazing though, because they give you the ability to literally pick at your uh, dies like a toothpick and just like poke the little tiny pieces of paper out of them. And they're surprisingly effective.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure that many of you have seen the Spellbinders, tool called the tool in one it also includes a die pick on it it's a double-edged or multi-edged tool depending on the accessories that you buy and like sarah said one side does have that sharp pick the other side is a rough roller brush made of synthetic bristles And you can pick the tiny pieces out with the paper piercer edge and then brush your dies to get out less stubborn pieces in one foul swoop and even scrape and scoop your most stubborn dies with that third feature, a little scoop. And there's some other features that you can add. It's a beautiful new um, re-released gold and cream color. Um, It used to be this uh, light blue, dark blue combo, but check out the new gold color of that tool in one. It's really pretty. Yeah, because if you do have
0: that other blue one, that's a beautiful tool too. But this one is just really sharp. I think that everyone will like it. So go check out the new one. And I have to say the the little scoop that you mentioned is adorable and looks like the tiniest shovel on the planet. So if you have not seen it, go look because it's super cute. All right. So we probably received the most questions about how to clean mats because mats, I mean, They get dirty and messy. We are using them all the time and making projects on top of them. All kinds of mats. We have the glass media mat, the water media mat, silicone mats, the make art station, craft mats, the list goes
1: on and on and on. Right. And when we're talking about cleaning mats, and honestly, like earlier in the conversation we were talking about stamps or daubers, there's a big difference between something that is stained and something that is dirty. So in some cases, you won't be able to get certain stains out, but these are the tips for if you can clean the product off of the tool or product that we're talking about. So we can approach cleaning mats in a variety of different ways. Like the glass media mat, that glass mat that Tim Holtz and Tonic came out with, it's very easy to clean. It's glass. So it's a non-porous surface. It can actually just be cleaned with water. And so I just keep a spray bottle nearby. You spritz it a few times, keep wiping it off with microfiber cloth while you're crafting. It's easiest to clean the glass media mat um, while the mediums that you're using are like fresh or still wet, obviously. And if there's something a little trickier to get off, say like dried archival ink, Tim Holtz actually uses, ding, 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 hand sanitizer to clean it. So another nod to uh, our bottles of hand sanitizer lying around. And as a cautionary note, it is important to know that you should not put any alcohol-based inks on that silicone extra part of the glass media mat, it will result in what Tim was quoted saying is a whole lot of ugly that will never go away. Yeah. Those are the stains we're talking
0: about. Yes.
1: The stains. Yeah.
0: I mean, it will still be effective, but it won't be a great palette to work on anymore because everything's going to look real muddy. Muddy. Yeah, another frequently used mat that we see a lot of designers and crafters use is the Wendy Vecchi Make Art Station for Ranger Ink. It's that cute square, it comes in a couple sizes, it's a metal surface. So the first tip for cleaning, um, actually for, for this one, is how you use the Make Art Station, so let me explain. Uh, we recommend using a nonstick craft sheet on top of your station, and there is a compatible sized sheet created exactly for that purpose. So the reason that we suggest that is it will keep your station clean, uh, and you'll just need to clean the craft sheet itself. So it's like a a mat on top of a a mat, excuse me, on top of a mat, so it's really effective. And you can get fairly rough with the craft sheets actually. Uh, If you do need to clean the station itself, that metal platform, we recommend using water and either a soft cloth or paper towel quite gently. We don't recommend harsh cleaners or solvent-based cleaners as that could start to have um, make the grid lines fade a little bit on the station itself. And we don't want that because those grid lines are very helpful.
1: Right. And because it is metal, just like the albums, make sure it's super dry before you put it away. Or mm. I suppose the, the little crevices could get a little rusty and then that would stain your projects, yeah. what have you. So moving on to craft sheets, which Sarah briefly mentioned, non-stick craft sheets. Uh, they're one of those really widely used things that crafters love. Ranger Inc. makes a five-star non-stick craft sheet. It's a bestseller. Uh, craft sheets are usually kind of a brown, natural color. They, they kind of have, they're very light and they roll up easily and they almost have a wax paper finish and it's kind of smooth. They're durable, reusable, they stay super flat, they're slick, very slick, non-porous, which means uh, they're very easy to clean. This is like the perfect thing to, to use and then keep wiping it off. Most materials come right off and don't really dry on it because it's nonstick. Uh, for harder messes, like dried, really long dried acrylic paint, you can actually use our exclusive craft scraper or like a palette knife and just scrape it off instead of re-wetting it and creating a larger mess. Uh, and, and again, sanitizer <laughs> may also work. A little secret star of the
0: show here. So I used to be the crafter who used like old newspapers and scratch paper as my surface for far too long. So I will tell you, aside from how easy craft sheets are to clean, that is one of my best investments. I love them. Another common question we get asked is how do I clean my silicone mat? And silicone mats are known to stain, but I'm going to talk about kind of how you can keep those uh, from doing that to the best of your ability. So when working on a silicone mat, it's important to clean your spills, mediums, and other messes as soon as you're done, if you can. This is because silicone mats stain. So the longer a medium like watercolor, for example, stays on them, the more likely the stain will be very, very noticeable long-term. Silicone has some stick to it, and it's supposed to. So keep that in mind with like loose powders you're using like embossing powder, glitter, even things like dust and hair will likely stick to that mat. And that's okay, that's what it's designed to do. Silicone is durable though, so that's kind of the great thing when it comes to cleaning it. You can take your mat directly over to the sink and honestly give it a good thorough rinse off using a cloth or a rag and water. And it'll stain, but don't worry about it. As long as you clean your mat, these stains are just that. They're just stains, and they're not going to get on your other projects. And if you are worried that the medium you want to use, say a a really bright watercolor paint, for example, will stain your mat, you can actually turn your mat around and like test a small area on the back of your mat or in a corner and just wash it off right away. Um, But keep in mind, they're durable, they clean well, but they do have a tendency to hold the stains because they're pure white.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So craft tools now, this is the big daddy area. It's one of the most used supplies in our crafting space. There's so many different kinds of tools and they all get messy and dirty because they're being used so much.
0: Yeah. I use a lot of our exclusive double-sided adhesive and it's great because it's really sticky. Um, But I've had a lot of scissors get gummed up and sticky too because I'm cutting them with my scissors. So we have a solution that will actually completely fix this and it's really easy to use. It's called Undo and you'll see that in the links below as well. But it's Un-U-N-D-O, and you can get a paper towel or a rag and just use a tiny bit of undo, it's a solution. And in seconds, your scissors will be clean and smooth and they won't be gummed up or sticky anymore. It removes the stickiest of adhesives safely, but it also removes a variety of other like household kind of things. So it's actually nice to keep around anyways, not just for your scissors. It removes grease, tar, gum, candle wax even. Um, labels. It removes stickers that maybe kids put on the walls or furniture they are like, oh no, don't put a sticker there. So it's really nice to have. Um, you can find it in our store as well and it's my go-to. But just one tip when you're using it though, because it's really easy to hurt yourself <laughs> when you're cleaning your scissors, be very, very careful when you're using undo on your scissors mostly just so you don't hurt yourself. It's really easy to move the wrong way and cut your fingers. And although it's tempting to use like a stamp chamois to clean your scissors, I wouldn't recommend that either because you could slice right through the stamp chamois because it is so soft. So definitely invest in some undo if you're using adhesives with your scissors.
1: Yes. Undo is very popular. Sometimes it's hard to find. Sometimes it's out of stock. It Mm -hmm. is kind of a go-to product. So another little trick, kind of similar to hand sanitizer, if you don't have any undo at your house or you just ran out, you can try using a pure grade, 100% pure grade essential oil. So, Mm. and that really does get sticky residue off of non-porous like glass or metal surfaces. And then you can enjoy the scent too. I might try that. Yes. Uh, In the same realm as cleaning scissors, how do we clean paper trimmers? So same type of thing, blade gets gummed up. If you have a rotary trimmer, you know that that track or groove that it slides down can get built up with uh, debris, especially if you're slicing things that maybe had little, that were stuck together or had some adhesive. We recommend cleaning that groove out with either a die pick an exacto knife or another pointy object, and then you can also use a little bit of undo to get that adhesive buildup. Just be really careful. Um, the actual trimmer itself, the body, we can recommend a damp cloth. Be very careful near the blades, though.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those things are a little seem a little tricky to clean, but then when you hear these tips, you're like, okay, I, I feel like I can do that just with a little bit of caution. Mm-hmm. So stencils, stencils are all the rage right now, uh, but they get messy fast honestly? the best way to clean your stencils is to just do it right after you use them. And I know that that's not what everyone loves to hear. I don't love to hear that, but it will just make your life easier. So the best way to clean your stencil is to lay it out flat on maybe a microfiber towel or paper towel, something like that to protect your surface. And then you can gently wipe with water while your mediums are still wet or your inks are still wet uh, with a little bit of dish soap. You can also, again, use hand sanitizer coming in uh, for really stubborn stains and then just lay your stencil out on a separate dry paper towel to dry completely before putting away.
1: Yeah, and if you're right in the middle of crafting, you could get a little container and put the in the water for a little bit. Don't yeah. keep your stencils in water like overnight, but um, you could get them to soak a little bit and then go and clean them all up if you're working on two or three or, or many stencils. Okay, so now, last but not least, it's the thing that... I don't know, people love, people hate, people love to hate, people hate to love, a little bit of everything. It's glitter. (laughs) There are so many things that go right in our crafting spaces, but one of the many things that can go wrong is glitter spill, glitter mess.
0: Yeah. No matter where you are at in the love to hate, hate to love glitter team, we've all been there and it's a pain. So luckily a variety of brands have thought of this too, because this is the nightmare of crafters everywhere. We Are Memory Keepers actually makes this little machine. It's called the Glitter Mini Vac, and it's literally like a tiny little Roomba looking machine uh, that sucks up your spilled glitter. It's convenient because it's handheld size. You can put it right on your tabletop or where you're working, and it literally sucks up your spilled glitter. It sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie to me, but it's a thing. Um, It's rechargeable, and it includes a USB power cord, so you don't even need batteries. It's easy to use. You just hit one button to turn it on and off. It uh, has really strong bristles, so it can collect glitter, powder, excess tiny little scrape or scraps of paper, excuse me, from your craft area. And then it has this base you can twist off and like dump whatever it sucks up out. So you can, reuse that glitter, um, or you can dump it out if you don't want it anymore. Plus, it's absolutely adorable. It's like a little mini robot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's non-electronic options, too, like rollers. Think like sticky rollers, lint rollers. Um, Ken Oliver has a tacky roller, it's popular for cleaning up not only glitter, but tiny debris, little messes, like a seed, seeded bead spill, glitter, like we said, die-cut paper pieces, just any little bits of things. The roller, just you can roll that over and it kind of works the same as a lint roller. It, 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 if you're on team glitter, of course, <laughs> it'll work on your glitter. So that sums up our cleaning supplies chat. It's something that I actually love. I just personally am obsessed with cleaning things. Like if if there's a stain or something, I love the challenge of getting it clean, whether it's dirt or wine or tomato sauce. (laughs) So if you're like me, this has been informative. What about you? Are you on the clean crew Uh, unfortunately to all my friends and family, no,
0: but I don't like my tools and craft supplies being dirty. I guess my tabletop can be, which is why I keep going back to the mats to save my space. But I I love these. I'm definitely going to try a couple of them that I hadn't been using in my kind of crafting arsenal because I think it's really going to help and make my husband, uh, smile at me more when I'm leaving my messes behind because there will be less of them.
1: Right. Easy to clean up. Well, thank you, Sarah, for joining us again today and helping to prepare this wonderful podcast with us. Thank you so much. I look forward to the next one. We hope you enjoyed listening today to our cleaning your craft supplies episode. We would love to see some of the ways that you clean your craft supplies, like I mentioned. Be sure to upload your projects, your cards, your layouts, pictures of your craft spaces all organized to our online gallery or share your ideas in the scrapbook.com forum. The links to all the resources and products that we mentioned are in those show notes, and you can find all of those at www.scrapbook.com forward slash podcast. Remember, scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items. We are the number one online store for paper crafters, And when you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You will also reap the benefits of reading nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters just like you from all over the world. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our many other episodes there. Happiness is life handmade.
0: Dried right doodles
1: of eccentric